Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camero here with episode 216 of the Tutor Podcast, the Monday morning show for anyone in the business of helping people. Now, I'll be with you every step of the way as you start, grow and love your tutoring business while staying fairly sane and having a boatload more fun in the process. I promise to keep it simple with no jargon, no buzzwords and no BS, because the bottom line is I want to help you make more money, make more of a difference to your clients. So let's crack on. Today I want to talk about routines and habits and how they can make your life and your business run more smoothly. So routines, what do I mean by that? Well, something that you perform the same way every time, like the routine way, the habit, if you like, the way you tie your shoelaces. Try tying them any other way than the way you already know, and it all falls apart. That means they're largely automatic or unconscious once they've been firmly established. Now, in a business, that could be a written or formalized document, like a standard operating procedure, particularly for your staff or for those operations you'll need to do repeatedly, but not that often, like filing tax returns or company's house confirmation statements. They're actually your yardstick for the standard of performance that you're going to accept from from the people who you employ and from yourself. If you like, they're a measure of normality. Now, I'm not a big fan of normality myself. I think it's overrated. But it's nice to know where the sweet spot is. It also allows you to stay within the law and within the rules. So make yourself some checklists. I use this for when I'm completing a new student sign up or renewing a tenancy agreement in one of my property businesses. So what sorts of routines do you think we should have? No ideas? Well, you've probably got some anyway, but what I'd suggest are schedule. Schedule the day ahead before it starts. Because that way you can plan to have the day you actually want rather than be buffeted from hell to breakfast by circumstances and then end up settling for a day that you didn't enjoy very much. Seems to me that's very sane but not common. You have a routine for preparation to get yourself organised and prepared ahead of time. If a student shows up and your room is a mess and you're all over the place, disorganised, you just look like an amateur. And that undermines your position in the marketplace, particularly if you're a premium rate teacher. I'll have a routine set in mind for performance of how I should work and how I should serve my students and clients. There's a way I do things. It's highly systematised. At the end of the day... I have a routine of reviewing and reflecting what went well today, what went badly, and honestly ask myself, well, how did I do today? 
Was I the sort of person I wanted to be today? Naturally, I'm a big fan of planning and executing the plans, so I suggest we all set time aside and develop a routine of planning. A weekly planning session, a monthly overview, a quarterly and annual planning sessions. Now, if you want to look at the long-term planning things, that's all in the last episode. Now, routines are very, very simple. There are three stages. There's a cue, which is something that initiates the action. So for me, it's like, great, my students just arrived. Now I'm going to teach. I then go into action and it flows from the point where I enter teaching mode. I call this entering the vortex because I'm having so much fun when I'm working that I tend to come out six, seven, eight, nine, even 10 hours later and have no sense of the time passing. It's just gone. At the end of the day, a reward, some kind of treat, if you like, to yourself to feel good and reinforce the habit. Now, I do this mostly by writing down cool things I've learned throughout the day. The peak moments during the course of the day that really made a difference to people. So where do we start? First, identify your current habits. Ask yourself, what do you do before you see a client? What frame of mind do you get yourself into? How are you pre-framing that encounter? Because that's how you're going to come across. To develop the routine of being positive, optimistic, absolutely unshakable in self-belief. Then they've got the habits of what you do whilst you're working with a client. Now, from the first greeting to saying goodbye at the end of the session, everything is important. Make sure your greeting is optimistic, upbeat and positive. Keep an eye on your language. Keep a close eye on your language. There are multiple previous episodes on this one. It's vital. Your language is a big chunk of how you're going to communicate with your clients, with your students. So make sure it's appropriate. Make sure it's interesting. Make sure it's correct. Then there's posture. Make sure your posture is good while you're working with clients. You don't want to be slumped over because you'll just look like a mess. Your posture is vitally important to maintaining correct energy, brain function, and believe it or not, for how you're perceived by your students. So mark well your posture. Your own personal style is how you do stuff. That's really important too. If you're a different person every single session, then your students don't really know who they're getting. Your style, as I call it, is what makes you an identifiable teacher. You're consistent. They're not having to deal with the weird out of you being hyperactive one day and slumped and depressed the next. Be consistent. Make sure your content is good. Get it together before you need it. So it's ready to deliver. You know what you're going to deliver. Give it to them in your own unique way, in a positive way. And at the end of every session, make sure 
that they've got what they need out of it. Ask them any questions. Remind them that clever people ask questions. Stupid people wish they knew what the answer was, but the clever people ask the question. Then confirm the date and time for the next session and keep your contemporaneous notes so that next week you know where you left off. Then, after that session, I'll mark in my diary for any follow-up I need to do with that student. I'll make a note of any insights gained during the session. And I'll start to think about planning the next session. That's my basic teaching routines. At the end of the day, I'll do a closed-down routine as well, where I organise and arrange everything in the teaching room. Whiz around with the vacuum cleaner if it's not the cleanest day in the next day so that I can just hit the ground running the next day and still look good. I think we should all have back office routines, just taking care of things like banking, bookkeeping and accounting, keeping up with the paperwork. Either you do it or you outsource it, but don't neglect it, guys. You should have some kind of routine for marketing in which you consistently tell the world what you do and make yourself visible to your ideal clients. Really important. Marketing is one of the most important things you'll ever do. And however you want to do it, it's okay with me. I also think that you should be looking at optimizing your time, especially in the back office. Do it once a week if you can. Don't leave it to the end of the month because you'll have overwhelm. If you do it every day, you're going to be fiddling around with one or two bits of paper. But every week or every two weeks, if it works for you, you'll be dealing with reasonably current things. They're still in your mind and you won't have a mountain of guff to get through. Now, your routines for strategy and planning, these are the ones that get neglected more by people who are kind of making a hand-to-mouth existence. Review your strategy and your progress. Where did you decide you were going to be today and how are you doing? I have a, an income level that I won't settle for less than as a tutor and the maximum number of hours I'll work. As long as I'm hitting those goals, I'm happy. Within my property business, everything was budgeted from day one at a growth rate of 40%. And I'm ahead of the curve and I've been ahead of the curve from about three months in. I'm happy with that. But it's having that target growth thing that's actually driving me on. So I put it in the diary and, and check regularly my progress. I do it the same way every time. You know, I don't really worry too much about today because... It'll soon be gone and then you'll be looking at tomorrow. So last thing I do at night, before I do my journal, I plan the next day. And that really matters. Because I build out the day that I want the next day. And all I have to do is do what's on the list and I'll end up with the day I want. Seems very sane and rational to me. I don't know if everybody does it, but it seems very sane to me. So one of the things that I love to make time for every single day is some kind of personal development, because 
I'm a, a personal coach and NLP practitioner as well as a guitar teacher, as well as a property guy and a writer. So always have some audio on in the background when I'm doing mundane tasks like cooking, like eating, even in the bathroom. When I'm taking a shower, there's usually audio playing. In the car, I'll have audiobooks on. It's my four-wheel university. And over the years, I've listened to hundreds and hundreds of great books and lectures in the car. I've learned some of the, the most valuable insights whilst in the car driving via audiobooks. And I always want to have the routine of constantly updating my skills and my knowledge. I do it every single day. And I'll keep telling my son, work harder on yourself than you do on anything else in life. And aim to become the person you'd most like to meet. And that's it. Simple routines over and over again add up to a lifetime of change, growth, and all other things being equal, wealth, and significance. Now, I hope this podcast has been some help. So let me know what you think. Email me. It's info at neilcamado.com because I would love to hear from you. Your trials, triumphs, challenges, your failures and foul-ups, your victories, I'm here to learn too. It's info at neilcamado.com. And remember, you can find me on Twitter, where I am, at Podcast. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the Tudor Podcast and get all the updates and every week some more tips to help you to start, grow and love your tutoring business. And until next time, have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow and love their tutoring businesses.